What's up, Jugs? Kyle here. You are about to watch our interview with the Joker. It went great. We had an awesome conversation with him. Hit it off. Covered every bass we wanted to cover and some. He even played us a little snip of a new song. Unfortunately, the fucking audio didn't record properly. So we ended up with this shitty, far away sounding quality audio and we didn't know until after the fact so you know we keep on keeping on shit happens what can you do he said he'd come back on another time maybe when it gets closer to uh the new album dropping um so i'm going to give you what we have our audio sounds audible his is less audible <laughs> so uh give it a shot if you can't handle it don't watch it he'll be back but um uh, Hope you can get something out of it, all right? Peace. Yo, what's up, y'all? How you doing? Hold on. We are here with our guest, the main man. Yo, 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 J to the O. <laughs> J to the O. Yo, J to the O. That's right. You're right. From the Joker player. Thank yo, you. Yo, um, yeah. This is Dequan Delt. My name's Keezy. This is my main man, Carver Lord, y'all. And we're uh, chit-chatting it up with J to the O today. Um, thank you for joining us today, man. We really appreciate you. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, we saw you on CPN. I was like, man, if CPN can get fucking Joker, we can, you know? Let's do this. sure you're not aware i have a, i have a little bit of a history uh as a fan of yours so i want to I'll, I'll quickly run down um my experience uh as your fan and then uh you know get your take on it or whatever um i uh i remember back in like 2009 or whatever you post or bagel lovers had posted about welcome to the show they it, it was up for free download on their site i was like i was like okay that you know Dude's got the jester hat and shit. That's pretty dope. Let me check it out. I listened to it and that shit blew my fucking mind, dude. Bl blew my mind. Like, look, I, I got I got the album right here, bro. I, I bought I bought a copy. Um, <laughs> the twenty five page booklet version and shit. You know, man, that, that booklet's dope. I haven't read the story in there, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hit that up. And read that shit. I had to do all that design too, man. That was the biggest like booklet I've ever done in manufacturing. I was in Photoshop like stage after stage, <laughs> making sure everything got lined up and shit. And then you're getting a thousand copies of it, but there's one tiny little mistake. You got a thousand mistakes. Yeah. So, yeah, so I had to, and that was like the biggest book that I've ever done in a disc. But, uh, yeah, this shit was dope. Know. That was, if I'm not mistaken, that was, I'll say that was like a special edition or some shit, right? Like no, you, it, was a, it was a 2011 re release of, okay. of the actual book. The first one was more of an EP. Okay. Like six songs and a bunch of outros and some bonus tracks and shit. I got you. This was a full album version. I was going to it. I put the first chapter of the actual written book of legacy in there. Look how, look how thick that book is, y'all. Look, <laughs> look how thick that shit like is. It's not too thick book. <laughs> it's like a fucking novel, bro. Hang out with some thick book. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. I listened to that shit, blew my mind. I was I was all in. I was like, this Joker dude is is the shit. I was like, I, I like the lore, I like the story, I like the um all of it, the whole package. You know what I'm saying? I seen what you were trying to do, and I was with it. I was like buying in. You know what I'm saying? Um, I uh, I was waiting for Harlequin, waiting for it. Your Harlequin album, yours, your, your uh, I, I guess ever before was supposed to be on it. 
So that's still a critical of you a little bit um, i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you kind of a compliment sandwich here all right so i love welcome to the show it was my shit i was i was bought in i uh you came out with um uh the confirmation collection bought it i was all in on that i was like okay i, I was i was waiting for like ever before to be on there shit like that you know this is before spotify and all that so i was like okay it's all good you know i, I like this shit too um then you had sing eighth and sing I bought that shit. I had that cop, that album, and it was fine, y'all. I'll be honest, I wasn't huge into like the singing, but there's some songs on there I really liked. Um, uh, just like my Omniverse and shit on uh, Welcome to the Show. Really into that shit. Um, then uh, Trail of Destruction came out. I bought that shit. I was like, okay, like uh, this is where you, this is where you start losing me because I was like, I mean, you then you came, you had the Hobson disc, the fucking uh, uh, whoever, the other dude on Hobson, Hobson's manager, or what. Yeah, yeah, that disc. So, so like back to back to back, there was like several like diss songs, and I, I then like I said, you start losing me a little bit because I was buying into the Joker's legacy. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then you kind of, you kind of went off on these uh, doing these other projects, which were dope in their own way, but it wasn't necessarily where, where I was buying in. You feel me? Um. So where you really lost me was with the the at, right after the diss songs, you had the fucking. The Juggalo song with the lower left auxiliary Joker. What, what was that song? I gave it all. I gave it all. And I was like, yeah. and I, I, under, I, I looked, watched you on CP and I seen you explain that. And uh, you talked about how, you know, you're the Joker, you're the jester, you're doing funny shit. Gotcha. I, I'm in on that. Um, where it lost me though was because right, it was right after all the diss songs. So I was like, this dude's pretty mad and angry. And now he's got this Juggalo, anti Juggalo song. Like, it's seemingly, I was like, Man, like I was like, fuck this dude. Like <laughs> at that point, I was like, I was like, fuck this dude. And like I, I went, I, I, I've been doing podcasts for a while since about 2012, maybe. Um, and uh, I mean, you you could listen to my old podcast where I was like big up and you know, I played ever before on one of my old podcasts. And then uh, and that, I, that's where I first heard it. Yep. And uh, me and Carver were uh, doing our podcast back then. Um, but then like uh, you know, I started. I, I'll be honest, man. I started kind of shitting on you and like making fun of you and like not really into like I, I stopped following you unlike your facebook all that shit you know what i'm saying um i appreciate you uh <laughs> i also for, for uh i'm i'm a new fan coming in by the way i i never followed it but uh just recently i started coming in with this but yeah man this this guy was a this guy was ready for that uh that lore and that yeah. story you're going to take him on <laughs> the problem with it the problem with it man is that the dumbest legacy is the, as, as the story and the lore and the whole uh, entertainment franchise, Big Sale, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings type angle. 
when you do those kind of things, you walk a fine line between being brilliant and corny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. If you, it, if you do it right, it's brilliant. If you do it wrong, it's fucking terrible. I feel that. I just refuse to suggest my vision and uh, storyline and large-scale entertainment franchise that I've been developing since I was literally 13 mm. to be called corny or kid. Like, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it all the way. I feel that. So, so the, the big hang-up with that is being able to facilitate, well, one, letting the world catch up with the idea, you know, because back when I first came up with this shit, we were just in a whole different place, like music-wise, entertainment-wise, uh, technology-wise, internet-wise. It's like, back then, you know, you'd have to have a major Hollywood studio behind you to get off like that. And you're talking about, you know, you're getting, getting one of those kind of things greenlit like once a year right. out, of the, out of the entire entertainment industry. Now we're in a situation where you got Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and all and HBO and all these little smaller um, streaming platforms that are just coming up with proprietary original content left and right. And these schools got these schools got budgets where they can green light hundred million dollar projects like that without even thinking about it five times a year, ten times a year. Right. You know, so uh, the Joker's legacy is meant for that kind of platform for a, for a Netflix series or Hulu series or. A, Amazon Prime series, something like sure. that, where it's, it's outside the scale of something you can do by yourself. You but, have to have millions of dollars for that shit. But like, for, but going back to the Ever Before video, I mean, that shit was a fucking impressive feat. Like that video is like sure. incredible for what it was, and it's what it was. One person doing it, right? And that, that's why I made it was to prove the concept. You know, because I know that when you're trying to shout something to somebody, you can't just like tell my idea. Nowadays, you gotta actually show them this shit. Like, look, I put my skin in the game. I've developed it. I can tell you exactly the way it looks and the way it could look. And then it's just a matter of just scaling it up. And that's still something I've always been working on behind the scenes this whole time. So anything that you see me releasing on an independent music scale uh, or on an independent music scene on a smaller scale is more so just like me putting out music to maintain uh, uh, the fans to you know, continue building the buzz, to continue feeding the monster that is me kind of bring the double legacy to the world on a platform that is commensurate with the sophistication of the actual project. Okay, so, I feel it. And, 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 and the problem is, is that I'm presenting my music in line or, or in, in lockstep or in the same uh, 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 arena as people who are trying to make that their entire identity. Okay. So, like, Cryptic Wisdom, Hobson, or Quiz, or whoever, these people are doing that on that platform. That is their largest, like, the way they see themselves. That's their biggest and best version of themselves. Okay. Where, when I'm putting out music on there, it's more so, like, as a side as a side hustle, almost, in a way. That's not the big picture. Right. The big picture I'm working on is so fucking big that it takes so much more time and development on the front end that... I need to I need to be able to pay my bills in the meantime. I need to be able to maintain building the fan base in the meantime and keeping people happy. One thing you don't want to do is be like, oh, I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna do this Joker's legacy shit, so I'm gonna stop putting out anything for ten years while I figure this out. Right. And then you're just completely irrelevant. And also, like, this is my full time job. Music has been my full time job since 2011. And uh, you know, when you do something full time job, you gotta continue paying the bills. So sure. Even though even though it's not in line with the whole bigger scope of shit. Here's the way I put it. The Joker has three different hats. There's like the entertainer, then there's the warrior, and then there's the introspective. So the Joker's legacy, the big picture, is more introspective. It's more uh, deep, sophisticated, musical. It's 
Sophisticated. It's Christmas so late. Right. It's, it's, it's sophisticated. The entertainer is like, I'm the jester of the entertainment industry, of the music world. I'm going to play the role of the jester as the, or the joker of the, of the music. That's like the I, the I don't fit in song. You know what yeah, I mean? I'm going to call out people's bullshit. I'm going to have fun. And you know, traditional jesters were always allowed to make fun of people in power without recourse. Right. The only ones in the whole kingdom that could do that. So I'm playing that role. So okay. Pause, and I also don't give a fuck. Well, <laughs> so I just say what I want and I say what I think and, and I'll, I'll take I'll be the fucking uh, pink cushion and the punching bag if you guys want to do that but I'm just keeping it real like everything I've said and done I, I, I 100% can say I'm being honest about it well, not sitting there manufacturing right well, there's the last side which is the, the, the deep introspective or, or then there's the warrior side which is the I, I mixed it up in, in the last person the warrior side which is where you get the the, the battles, the nitros, right. the um, permanent enemies, and all that shit. It's because I'm a, I'm a fighter of truth. Like, I'm a big truth-based person, and I hate inauthentic shit. And then I've also been subjected to a lot of bullshit, like Bane trying to shut my career down behind the scenes, like people turning their backs on me, like me pouring all my energy into somebody, and then they're turning around and calling me a whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm just a truth fighter, I'm an entertainer, and I'm an introspective to too. But the, the big that you want is just going to take a lot more development. I feel you. And, and, you know, I just want to make sure it's not right. No, I, I, I can completely understand that. And, you know, that's why I was still on board and bought those albums, you know, Confirmation, Sing, and uh, Trail of Destruction, because I, I, I could kind of understand that. Like I said, you re- where I really fell off was the was what I perceived to be Juggalo dissing, you know, because um, uh, we've been Juggalos for as long as you have, right, right around the same time. I think we're around the same age of 36. Um, so, I mean, I feel like we have that kind of like a kinship in that regard. You know, we, we kind of grew up with that and like had a similar uh, feeling, at least until you said you kind of fell off around 2002 or so. Um, but I, we understand, too. Like, I know. I know, and and I know CPM was like holding your feet to the flames on that shit, and like you know we're not we're not really trying to do that. We we understand, you know, you were you were doing your own thing, finding out different shit, like you know you were you were doing your own fucking shit. We we get that completely. I'm not I'm not here. Same thing. Yeah, we we did the exact same shit. You know, so I I mean, there was a time I said I'll go to every gathering, no matter what, if it's on the fucking moon, I'm there. You know, but you you figure out like okay, it's not really that important. You know, I mean, like don't get me wrong, it's cool and shit, but. You know, you, you move on and live your life. Um, but we were talking before the show, we said that um, those albums were, and, and also your kind of like antagonistic Facebook persona at the time was, uh, which you still kind of do, but um, was a little bit seeing, peeking behind the curtain and seeing how the sausage was made kind of shit. Where, where, we, where ICP used to do this and you, were, you seemed to be doing it with uh, when you first were introduced, where you were kind of like building this lore where, um, you know, that, that was you, you know, you were that person. So we didn't know any better or whatever. So having a peek behind the curtain kind of maybe, maybe changed a little bit about how uh, some people, you know, myself included, kind of perceived, right? Yeah, I was I, like, when I first saw that video, uh, uh, when you showed me back then, I really thought, um, you know, not bringing somebody into your personal life as an entertainer definitely has some ups and downs. I, I guess it depends on what you're really trying to do, but not not giving people any type of scenes or shots or behind the curtain and showing who you really are can be a benef- beneficial to to a career if you do it right like you said but i understand wanting to do it right you got to pay the bills too yeah it's completely understandable on that uh, uh on that tip though we all get one chance at life right you don't have the wisdom or the especially when you're trying to do something that's really novel 
like like what I'm doing, where I'm trying to feather a independent music list and also trying to do this big picture thing, and also being a fucking jester and making fun of people and keeping fans happy, and also living a normal life and trying to pay the bills and provide for my family and life. And you know, it's just it's the first time being all this dumped on me as an adult, and right. I'm just trying to figure it out as I go. So of course you're gonna have a lot of quirky little deleterious situations that arise out of my ignorance. Maybe a couple of missteps, you know, nothing crazy, yeah, a couple but missteps in there. Like I mean, if it, if I, if I would if I could go back to certain things, I would probably do that. But sure. At the same time, like that, that's life, man. We right. Oh yeah. Oh fuck, man! I should have done that. Or, oh, I should have done this. Just adjust as the information goes. Right. Well, what I'm, what I'm taking away from this is that you're making another Joker's Legacy album, and I, that makes me happy, you know, personally. <laughs> um, for sure. That was actually, I feel that I'm in that 15% because I, I was one of those people that he showed, he showed, showed me. And, uh, and then literally right after that, I heard that you were dissing and I was like, oh, he's just another juggler rapper that's dissing, whatever. Fuck it. I ain't ain't never going to listen to that shit. And I was like that for a long time until this last this video just came out. He showed me, but I said, "You know what? I actually like this dude." And then I went back and I saw a bunch of those videos. You're dissing, dude. I like battle rap. I like the diss rap and shit. So now I'm gonna take this yeah, shit take off. It off, it off right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, was, I was wearing that for the uh, Machine Gun Kelly line, the the, the Emmett to Eminem, the beard is weird. I said, like, you know, fuck it, I take it off. But any, but anyway, like seeing this last shit that you're doing, and then going back and kind of catching up on the past, because I like I, I'll admit it, I have not I have not known that much about you until just recently, and then you know years ago when he first played you for me. So with this new shit, I'm like, man. Like, well, why the fuck? Because I heard a lot of people hating on you. Don't you know? I, I read comments and shit, and I was like, well, why the fuck is he hating? And then I heard, I seen you know talking shit about some juggalos, but I'm like, that shit's funny, dude. I don't, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, yeah. come on, man. Dude, I, <laughs> like, yo, you need to apologize and and kneel beneath a juggalo. Dude, if you, it, oh yeah. Suck my dick. If a fucking juggalo can't take a joke, man, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm an old school juggalo. Back in the nineties, we were like focused on our shit. It was family love, and we would rap each other like homies too. Bro, I grew, I grew up getting, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I grew up getting dissed on so bad, like man, I damn near cried some fucking right. nights going home hanging out with my friends. Like, I mean, it's just the way shit was. That's the way shit was. So it's like, yo, man, like when did the fucking juggalo world turn into this like? <laughs> 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 Liberal, red hair, but I, but I, I was 
was going to, I was going to ask you too. <laughs> but but there there is some sort of code and rules to hip hop. Am I wrong? Like you you know I, I've heard you talk. I've heard well I've heard you talk about like you you know you're a lyricist, right? Like you you really you you really claim to be a lyricist, which I agree, man. I, I I like the I like the lyrics. But nothing. But but there's like a bat. There's like a there's like a genre of rap that is about battling. It's about it's about you know diving into that world. About being a being a true warrior in this lyrical game. Being able to battle. Being able to hold your own. Being able to destroy. Grab that shit and fucking destroy. You know what I mean? And, and that's what I'm hearing coming out of some of these battles that I'm hearing. I'm like, man, this is this is the type of fucking battle music I haven't heard in a long time. And, uh, it, I mean, it, it caught me, and, I, and I, it, it, there's nothing I don't like about it. I mean, like, fucking... Every time I get in these little things, it's all like, with the exception of the real one, from from different to other different dudes, and you can kind of, because I can, because that was more like fair game, entertainment system. Right. All of those other situations, all the other battles, all that shit, they came out of real-life situations. And motherfuckers went there with me, and 90% of the time, their responses somebody doing something to me. You know what I mean? So it's like they do the first punch. I'm responding back. Perfect case example is the dub situation is trying to do it like going forward. He did music other than that. Or music as a hobby that was just happening defended. He did me first, I did him back. But I'm I got a, I'm more talented than them and I have a way bigger platform, so that's what you see. So a lot of people who don't know me are the response track never even look at the first one because they just hear me doing it and they're just like, oh, this guy fucking murdered that stuff. Right. So despite what people think, I, I never was, I never go out looking for fights. I never just randomly attack people lyrically, but I respond because people try shit. And then they and you know it's one of those fucking out of find out moments moments. Right? <laughs> so what's the first the- track on my tail uh, trail of destruction album, Don't Show Cabby. This motherfucker was writing my lyrics. I was recording his whole album. We would joke around in the studio and then I would play a funny line or I played him some shit. He would take it and then record it on his shit at a different studio and put it out like it was on the show. And I wrote him about it three separate times and he kept doing it. I was like, okay, man, you got this shit coming. Then I just happy, you know. So it was in response to him doing some shit. Right. The next one uh, was Justice for Argue. Rapper named Justice for Phoenix back in the day was all on Cappy's side and talking all this shit about me, like fighting his side for him for no reason. He had a big name in the team back then. He started going off about me. So I was like, okay, cool, let's go. And it's like a response. So it's more like motherfuckers picking on me and they're fucking around finding out that this dude is actively going out trying to start shit. Right. That makes sense. So what's the, what's the code? You were referring to then, like, uh, well, I'm just saying, uh, like, lyricists and you know, in hip hop, there's this, you know what I mean? When somebody dishes you, you diss back. That's that's one of the codes right there. Yeah, yeah, but then, yeah, yeah, hip hop is competitive. I mean, it's competitive, and uh, you know, what I mean, that, and that's kind of what I was talking about. Because I'm, a, you know, I've, I've been a huge hip hop fan, and I'm, I'm into all kinds of shit. I really love the battle stuff. I really love, you know, the uh, the, the rhyme sayers, the death jugs, and those kind of fucking labels. Got the like idea that. shirt on. Yeah, definitely got the idea. I love, I love rhyme Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good shit like that. So, man. It, yeah. Oh yeah. Ev, yeah. Aesop and all of them. My brother Ali and shit. Yeah, man. So, like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely, I love the Juggalo. And, you know, I love the Juggalo stuff, mainly ICP and Twisted and stuff. But, you know, 
uh, either way. I'm definitely a fan of hip hop, but yeah, there's a code. You get this, you just fucking back, dude. And, and, and then and then and then there's shit that's open for grabs. If people are acting goofy, people are acting dumb. You, I mean, that's a public domain. If you're a rapper putting yourself out there, you're in public domain to get this. And you have to be able to like differentiate too. Yeah. When when I'm saying uh, that this this rapper is doing this thing on a public platform, and I'm pointing out the shit that they're doing on a public platform, that's not me saying, "Hey, fuck their mom," or "fuck them as a human being," or like. Uh, fuck their family or whatever. I'm not. It's not a personal thing. It's commenting on what they're doing on the platform in a commensurate fashion. You know, so I, I think that's a, a very good point. But I just think a lot of the haters confuse those too. Yeah, I just think a lot of the haters miss. A lot of the haters probably just misinterpreted what 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 you were really doing. Like that. That that's what how I was. I was like, oh, he's 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 trying. You know, he's a, he's he's rapping for the juggalos, but dissing him. So I just said, ah, fuck it. That you know, that's. But like, I, that, now that I'm going back and looking at everything, I, I just completely misinterpreted. See it. the bigger picture. Yeah, and I, and I think that might be one of the the things you know of the of the haters. It's just they just don't know exactly what's going on. That was a mis- uh, I think it was a misjudgment on my side because I didn't. I mean, on my part, I didn't realize how simplistic people frame things. Oh yeah, man. You can be smart. Still do it. If you're an individual person, if you're talking to them one on one, you can usually do it, you know, communicate ninety-five, ninety-eight percent effectively. But when you push it out to a broad uh, platform on a blog on a platform to a broad amount of people all at once, you're not gonna get the message across to everybody. So people are gonna take just a little bit of it, like compartmentalize it in a way in a way that they think that they can digest it and run with that as if it's disaster. Because you don't have the, you don't have the ability to sit there and explain the nuance of it. Right. You don't immediately get it. I think I fell in that category at the time, too. And that's yeah. that's one of the reasons I kind of uh, fell off. Now, just I didn't realize that that's how people were. So... And also didn't care at the time. Other right, people, yeah. You do, you do, you don't, you don't. Oh, you could tell, for sure. You were very, <laughs> you were, you were very, uh, like I said, uh, antagonistic. I, mean, I kind of don't care, but I'm not, but, but I, was, I still don't, I still kind of don't care, but I'm also like, you know what, I, I'm at a point where I'm willing to go a little bit further to make more people understand now that I was back then. Because now it's a positive right. campaign rather than a negative campaign. You're a little, you're older and wiser, too, you know? Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, I understand that more. Well, uh, yeah. Um, so I'll, uh, let me finish. I'll finish up. I, you got one one piece of bread of my compliment sandwich. So now I'm gonna give you the meat that uh, that I didn't. That, that's the, the bad part. And then I'm gonna go back to the giving you the uh, more. So just because I know it's probably gonna come up, especially having you on my show here, and because of I have talked shit about you in the past. Uh, regarding all this shit, uh, on my on my old podcast, I, I you know as a goof, like we one day we fucking just decided we were talking about you. my buddy Rob. He's from uh, well not from, but he lived in Arizona. He's a rapper, and I, I think I asked him if he knew you or some shit, and uh, he, he said he knew of you, blah blah blah. But he started kind of talking shit about you. We both had a good old time talking shit about you. And then the next week on the show, we proceeded to break your CDs that I <laughs> that I bought from you, bro. <laughs> And so I apologize at this moment for what it's worth, but 
he saved this yeah. one. Yeah, I saved that one because that was the that was my shit. You know what I'm saying? So I broke I broke my old ones, and they, I had the signed ones and everything, man. So you know, but I, I just want to make sure I put that out there because somebody's probably gonna dig that up after me having you. Yeah, I wasn't part of I wasn't part of this, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it was it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. So, but finishing off the compliment sandwich, uh, what you're doing now, I'm back on board. Just to make it clear, um, the uh, last week on our show, or two weeks ago, we did our show, and uh, our the image I put out for the show actually has your face on it from the Juggalo song. Uh, oh. It's called "Fool Me Once" is my is the name of the episode. If anybody wants to go back and listen, but. Um, I go into, I, I seen that you had just released the Juggalo song, and I purposely, like, didn't click it. I was like, man, this motherfucker's hating on Juggalos again. Fuck this guy. What the fuck? And, like, I was like, I'm not even giving him the click. And then, and then we, st- me, me and Carver sat down to do an episode. I was like, bro, fucking, and you could go back and watch it, even. You, we, like, I had no clue, man. I, I haven't even heard you, didn't hear your name in years. And he was, I was like, oh, Joker. Yeah. I remember you used to talk about this dude. So I, I, I was like, man, dude, I was like, do you just want this shit? This motherfucker's hanging on Juggalos again. I assumed. I was like, you just want to listen to this song and see how it goes. He's like, all right. And we played the Juggalo song. I was like, okay, where's, where's the punchline where he's going to hate on Juggalos? Oh, hold on. And like, <laughs> you see me go from like hating on you. And then like, I'm like, okay, I'm very fucking confused. And then, and then after, and then afterwards, I'm like, I think this guy's being sincere. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I immediately, I was like, this shit sounds dope. Yeah, <laughs> we were both feeling it. I was like, this dude is a hating on Joe. This is this shit is dope. <laughs> so, uh, I, I mean, but my, my point I'm trying to make is like, I, I'm not like some of these motherfuckers out here. That's like, I'm not too proud. I'm not sticking to my guns. Like, I, I'm, I'm, like I said last week on my show. I, was, I, I after the show, I watched the Make Juggalos Great Again speech. I was like. This motherfucker's really sincere. Like, I think he's for real, bro. And like, we talked about it. And like, I was like, man, I'm like, if this is for real, like, I'm all, I'm back, back in with the Joker shit. You know, like, count me for the fuck in because this is back up my alley. You know what I'm saying? So I, I wanted to give you the props. Like, you, you can, uh, you could go from being a polarizing figure to losing somebody like me who, I, I mean, I probably was one of your bigger fans at the moment. You lost me, and you fucking you're bringing me back with this shit. So I, I feel like I'm just being blessed through this shit, like this life. Now. I feel like I'm just being subjected to all these different forces, and I'm kind of just like letting the cards fall out of the name. No, I feel you. Everything I do, like my whole goal is to make you feel something. Like, right. Like, everyone to feel something, even if you're mad at me, even if you're hating. That means I touch the button. Right. If you don't feel anything, that means I'm in consequential. I'm not. No, I feel you. No, I. The main thing is to make people feel shit. Right. 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 Right.
meet this expectation of what you were expecting to get. So I, I'm just like, fuck it, man. Like, I'm just going from one to the other. You're throwing shit at the wall. I'm not throwing shit at the wall. I'm just going, I'm just being authentic. And, right. I'm not, I'm being authentic and I'm doing um, what I feel like I should do from moment to moment. If I, you know, operating in this world right now, it's in my heart, it's in my heart, it's in my heart, somebody who like who sees like what you're doing now and is like man and for what it's worth i don't subscribe to this but what, what would you say this to a motherfucker that's like man i see what he's doing he's just trying to fucking capitalize on I, I, icp and fucking uh make money off of them right yeah It took some fucking balls and some nerves to to even like adopt this new like kind of juggalo persona and put it out on an album like this because I'm sure you spent a lot of your fucking time trying to differentiate yourself from that, especially having a jester gimmick. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure you you knew that juggalos would it would appeal to juggalos, but I know that you were probably carving your own fucking path, and you definitely weren't. I'm, I'm sure 2009 you weren't intending on fucking coming out with a a juggalo album, you know what I'm saying? 
So I, I, I can feel that because I mean, you know, we used to do that shit. We used to rap a little bit too back in the day, and like, you know, it always it was always like, yeah, juggle this, juggle that, and like, it got to a point where you're like, all right, we gotta like, we're doing our own thing now. You know what I mean? Like, this is not like we ain't some fucking juggalo rapper. You know, so the ironic part is that, like, like I said in the interview, like from 2002 to 2009, I largely checked out. Like, I didn't like Hell's Pit at all. I yeah, like, God, I just didn't like it. I agree with you there, man. I, I was not a Hell's Pit fan. Like everyone's, oh, you're not a true juggalo because you left the scene. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a recording artist. Yeah, I'm a rapper. And Hell's Pit was not cohesive. Anymore. Like I'm just, I checked out, and I, that's when I did most of the hardcore development. same way man yeah like but, it, but so many people won't admit it though but so many people feel that same fucking way I mean, we've probably paid a little more attention maybe than you have like over these last you know ten years or so. But um, you know, it's just, it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's just it's just out of habit at that point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can imagine. Okay. How, how you like living there, man? I like it. It's just really fucking expensive. Man. Yeah. I want to move from my friends because like in Phoenix, like I own that house. I have a seven bedroom, four four bath house, four thousand square feet. My fucking mortgage. Packages, bro. stuff like that so you're saying you're doing everything do you have you do you have you don't have anybody helping you with marketing or anything like that
still recovering from the law. Like, getting that out and getting the website done and the speech done and the video done was fucking cold, man. Like, I bet. You get most part of the press reach it. So I, I launched that. Just, I mean, I filmed that in November of last year. Oh, wow. This is way pre-COVID. I was supposed to have to launch this in March of 2020, and we all know what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So not only did I have all this time and energy and money that was passed up as a kid, and I'm supposed to launch it around the whole world. before you dropped that shit. Like, I mean, were you nervous what the juggalos were going, how they were going to react to this? I don't really ever get things. I mean, I don't really ever get nervous about shit because I'm very much just like a philosophical and left part of all they uh, I was happy that it got the reception it did and I was happy that it got as many views as it did and it's continuing to mm. get between Worldstar and my channel and Facebook. I think it's over 150,000 views right now. So, wow. That's so, a yeah, problem. Yeah, the time is like, like well, uh, let me ask you this. Are you concerned at all, though? Like, I mean, with this being probably one of your bigger releases that you've had, um, are you concerned at all about kind of being backed into, like, this corner as, like, this juggalo guy now? Like, I mean, I know you have a bit, you have big plans, but, I mean, you're probably getting a lot of new fans, juggalos and non-juggalos alike, that are going to probably see you as this guy. This might be their first introduction to you, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? <laughs> digging past the surface I, that's what I recognized immediately is that you you will do all these different things and that's just the way you know what I mean like uh, I think looking at yeah look, looking at a surface level it's going to be that way but as soon as you start it, it doesn't take long as soon as you start looking at your catalog you go oh shit well okay he can do this 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 and this yeah 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 that's like some like veteran level recording <laughs> artist numbers. You know, yeah. I knew with the shit. Yeah. If you there's something in there that you like, you know, like if you get a little bit past the service, there's gotta be shit that people really love. Like all you like singing, tapping, producing, big shit, small shit, this record, happy shit, bad shit. There's something in my discography with 170 or 190 songs, however many songs there are in there that's that you're gonna fuck with if you get a little bit of that. But the one thing that I will say is that every single song, I, everything I do, every single song I make, I'm authentic, and I'm being real with you. That, that is, yeah, I think I, I think that's obvious, man. You do a good job of putting that out. That's what I want. That's all I want. I just want people to know that. I'm yeah, I feel it. Authentic. Because I hate fake shit. Yeah. I was raised by pathological liars and drug addicts. So like, I hate fake bullshit. I don't like anybody. I just can't stand it. I like real people. I like, I like authentic people. I can handle crazy. I can handle fucked up, <laughs> as long as it's real. 
acting normal when they're fucking crazy. Like, be yourself. Let's just get, let's just get all how I'm you know? That's, I feel you. That's, that's, that's my whole philosophy. So, so um, I'm going to go back and ask uh, some more about the um, uh, new project, uh, uh, Coming Home. Um, so, is it is it finished? I mean, what, what's the status of it? What, what, what we, what's, what's the time frame? What are we talking <laughs> I'm interested in the production right there. Yeah, for sure. Oh, exclusive. <laughs> okay. Those are all finished, ready. Those are all playing right now. Huh? I'm assuming it's 17 tracks. Uh, well, I might have to do that. <laughs> oh, you have to, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. I like how you're also adopting ICP's marketing strategy with that. <laughs> that's like, you know that. <laughs> Right. It garnered attention. Yeah, I feel it. No, we, we dig it, man. Regard, regardless, it got my attention real quick. Yeah. I was like, oh. I was thinking cool. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, that's cool. Cool thing. Like, yeah, the art, I mean, the art's cool. I was looking at that carnival art, and I was like, man, that shit with the crowd in the is background. That, is that Mr. Eight Legs? Yeah. yeah, I can tell, yeah, man. He's got a he's my homie, man. He's, he's a artist. Yeah, I love his style. Yeah, he's a great dude. Yeah, he, I, mean, I got some of his art prints hanging up right here next to me. Oh, man. I, had a, I had a question. What the L L A J mean on the carnival chain? Lower left auxiliary. Oh, okay. What the fuck? I already put that. Yeah, I was thinking like ladies love all juggle. I don't know. Oh, cool J shirt. No, no. That's funny. That's good shit. I love it. Did you? Are you producing? Ah, that's yeah. funny. <laughs> I, decided, I decided to um, consume the whole thing under the Joker brand. Okay. It's going to be much wider and simpler for people to follow it and find it. I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whenever you make a separate name and release things under that, it's hard to find people to. I've, I've done that my whole rap career. <laughs> Every time I rapped, I was under a different name, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that was a good idea. I mean, the Joker name's already established and all that shit, so, yeah. I think that was a good idea, man. Did, are, so, are you producing this entire project? Entire thing. Wow. Nice, man. That's nice, man. That's dope, man. See, me, me being a music lover of all kinds, I'm a musician myself. Like, yeah, I, I'm in my studio, man. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, man. Man, hell yeah. You know, right here. Oh, yeah. Now, now, uh, that, I don't know. I don't know, but I heard you say something maybe about going. Uh, you went to school, right? Music school. Wow. Yeah. I was thinking about doing that. This time. <laughs> 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 like, okay. yeah. so I want to fucking portal now. I went to ASU for interdisciplinary art and performances, and it's just kind of like learning what makes art art and what makes people talk a lot of people. Like, like theory and shit, music theory and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. 
email with your training um, or uh, balance or contrast, like these different axiomatic things that you can um, break down and uh, study about art. It's almost like sacred geometry. And my degree was in that, yes. All these interdisciplinary arts and seeing how different um, uh, different types of art interact with each other, which at the time I didn't realize it was so relevant to what I was. Oh, doing. yeah. Everything's a frequency. Yeah, but the, the, I didn't, you know, I didn't get a music degree because I, I wanted teaching all the music classes. So I'm not saying it's like, oh, I'm so hot shit or whatever. But by the time I got into college, I was already, I had already been recording myself for years, you know, and I'd been taking drum lessons since I was six, and I'd taken piano lessons when I was twelve. I had all this history with the shit, so then I'd be in these music classes, and then they would, I would just breeze through them, and then I would, the professor would have me helping them by music, and I was like, I want. of it's a scam. Shit. Bro, bro, I started playing ukulele during the pandemic, so I just had to throw that in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not an but I didn't, you know, people think we dig it. 
solid score do that kind of did kind of did. I mean, I, but I, I can hear that. I can hear it in the music that you know what you're doing with music. I mean, it's just yeah. you, I can fucking hear it in the production. Yeah, for sure. Right, I can do that. I can fucking train. I understand. So I've been in all the bands and all the concert bands and shit. In school and preschool and high school and uh, marching band and GCI. Band nerd, hell yeah. Yeah, I'm total band nerd. <laughs> I, I toured nationally as a drummer with a rock band. Nice. I've been all type. Yeah, I've been in. I thought I saw I thought I saw a video on YouTube years ago of you drumming like before an ICB concert or some shit. Oh, that's what's up. We we're gonna ask you about like uh because as far as I've been following you, um I don't know that you've ever like really toured or really even did shows like at all uh, under the Joker name. I did it when I was younger, like in 2004, 
fucking uh, Dr. Dre and probably like maybe like Joe Sample or something. I like my biggest musical influence. I like Ant Ant a lot from my atmosphere. Yeah, I don't even know them. I never listened to atmosphere growing up, right? It wouldn't that had no effect on me, but but, so, but, I, but knowing them now he's probably fucking dope as shit. So when I was I was listening to the snare in the Juggalo song, and I'm like, man, that kind of that that reminds me of some old school Mikey Clark snares and shit, man. I'm like, I'm wondering, <laughs> but yeah, dude, Mike. My, my, here's the thing: I want to capture the capture the essence of like when you play the Great Mullen for the first time. Hell yeah! You're like, I think, man, I get catchy dope songs, you know, with dope music behind. I was getting a feeling, man. On the episode where you where he 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 premiered that video for me, I had no fucking clue. I was like, dude, I'm getting some, I'm getting some reminiscent of some old school shit. Right there's here, some West man. Coast, yeah. there's some, uh, you know, all, all kinds of vibes coming from there. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, dude, and the thing is, the song has all. I mean, I've had all types of songs on there. It's got the, it's got the feel good nostalgic shit. It's got the fantasy narrative shit, or like you know, like Headless Boogie. Nice. Shit where it's just like a fun, goofy graveyard band shit. You got some horrorcore. It's got a grimy, horrorcore, darker shit. It's got super lyrical, fun shit. It's got everything. It's got kicks, like, in between a lot of the tracks. So Any guess? Start to finish. Um, uh, Loki is, I think, going to do Well, I haven't recorded this song yet. Okay. I think he's going to do a guest on what I really want to make that happen. For sure, uh, St. Nero, he's a, 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 an artist who interned with me from Turkey for six months. Okay. Year. He wanted to get him getting a on the track. And outside of that, as of right now, I'm not really anybody. I'm kind of just, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds awesome, man. I've never been a big guest type person. I kind of just make the whole song. You know? It happens organically. I let it happen, but I don't go out of my way to like, pepper people on my shit. Nah, so many people do. Yeah, that's a, that's a big mistake. I, I Often I listen to rappers' albums. I'm like, man, why the... Like, especially like Tech 9 I love the guy, but... Fuck, dude, why? Yeah, he's, like the, he's like the fucking teacher king. Yeah, when, when I listen to Tech Nine, I want to listen to fucking Tech Nine, dude. You know? Yeah. I was about that today. I was, I was listening to a playlist on a tech playlist called Jogging, and uh, yeah, he, he does me. God, I remember the Ed, Angelic and fucking all you know, those old days of Tech Nine is when I really got into yeah. him, man. And there wasn't no guests on his albums, yeah. and that's that's the way I liked it. Yeah. Um. So. uh uh, well, we were going to ask too about the, vi- the we were watching the Juggalo song video right before the right before we went on and uh, we we see we know obviously there's that interlude in the mi- uh, middle where you get pulled over and all that shit what was the fucking problem like you guys what were you doing that pissed them off that they had to pull you over and kick you out well okay so that day we were filming in the middle of the day and we got like when I was driving around with the girls in that car yeah we were in the rural neighborhood but then we needed to do one more shoot before the whole shoot was wrapped up at this big empty parking lot on the shutdown Kmart that was like a couple miles away. And in order to get there, we had to go on the Rosecrans, which is like a main From Long Beach to Rosecrans! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was just a main thoroughfare right through Belfar, Compton, and Washington. Yeah. And, uh, and by the time we got there, it was actually, we were going to go do that, it was actually 4.30. Like earlier when we were driving around, it was more like noon one. Mm. At 4.30, everybody's getting off work okay. on a weekday. So, World Trans no longer was just this big open thing. So, when we're driving 25 miles an hour, and we're all driving, <laughs> we're all sitting on the back of the low-back, you know, seatbelts or Right, okay. And then we got my truck up front with the dude with four foot boom, and everything like that. So we were actually slowing down traffic. Oh, shit. 
She's cute, man. You got you got to keep her right. Yeah, we want to ask about. Her. Yeah, we're both married. We just want to make that clear. But you know, we're just big curious. Okay. She is. That's cool. Okay, that's what's up. Hell yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. So, uh, so who's the um? So, uh, Lady Maribel, is she is she still involved or what? What's going on with that? That's her right there, right? Yeah, the character is still there, but I don't know if that particular person is going to play it. Okay. And you fill out with the other dude too, right? That uh, the dude that's in the ever before video. Yeah, for this, yeah. I decided to, to turn it a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, it's like, it, it's the sad part is, and I have a song about this song. I have another album that's being released in tandem with it called Sales of Destruction. Okay. Uh, which is actually a follow up to the Sales of Destruction. And it's more all the recent business stuff, a bunch of unreleased songs uh, being played together in a storybook fashion. So I actually huh. threw in someone from out of town. Everybody wants it video. 
or song. That was a diss to him. Mm. Because me and him were cool, and then we decided to put, we stage a diss, stage a beat, so that we both get a diss to him. Okay. And he took it personally and uh, unilaterally, like... You just hit him too hard. Take it further, you know. That production level all the way through. You got you got me over. Yeah, you. That's <laughs> freaking. Oh. Oh. So many layers, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> Some storytelling. Drop the whole verse for us, man. Oh, bro. <laughs> yeah. See, that, that's what I like, man. I'm, uh, I'm getting visuals in my head when I'm listening to you, and that I'm getting. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many. What? Yeah. Yeah. Huge cannabis fan back in the day. He got me a huge it. cannabis fan. Hell yeah. 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 That battle he did. That battle he did years ago where he could he he, he choked during it. Yeah, that was a that 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 right. Yeah, that that right there. I was like, bro, cannabis man, you were supposed to be the dog. Oh man. Cannabis fan, oh, that was bad, man. It's like just don't do it. Yeah, do it yeah, exactly. Don't, don't agree to do it and then do that. Yeah, it was. Just protected your legacy by not even trying. Like, yeah. You're like, yeah. Yeah. No All right, man. Imagery is everything, man. Good, good looking on the verse. If you're listening, imagery is everything. Like you're gonna get more fans. Making dope imagery with a one syllable line when you will no imagery in a language. You got you got to know how to use words the right way though, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where the lyricist comes in. Exactly. Yeah. Like you could be like, yo, um, yo, I met this lady. I met this lady when I was kicking it at the bar. I dug her back and then I slammed my nuts in my car. Yeah. Even if it's just one fucking syllable, people are going to remember 
But if you sit there and never come back to the show, it's not funny. Right. They can come up with your funny and paint a funny picture and then and then put that in the structure that's digestible, a simple structure from 16, 18. Yeah, that's real talent. You got it. It's that, yeah. And then, then, you, then it'll really shine. Like, man, I'm the fucking charge. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right man well we won't hold you up anymore uh we appreciate uh the time you gave us we appreciate you showing us some new shit um and uh just rapping with us yeah man no problem um, was there is there any last words you want to give to i mean i know you've probably been getting a lot of haters a lot of love but any, anything you want to say before we wrap it up um if you're a hater i'm not i hope that you're um you know eventually you come over but if you uh, don't hate <laughs> uh, if you're an old school juggalo, you need to check this project out because I'm trying to do this right by you guys. Because I know as an old school juggalo, I've been frustrated with the scene, with a lot of music, and I want to just try to recapture that magic and just try to be a unifying force in the underground world. Um, if you want to be a part of this shit, go to makejugglosgreatagain.com. Please pre-order one of the albums or one of the album packages or some of the merch because, like we talked about earlier, I'm completely self-managed, self-funded, independent, like... If you buy this shit, it'll go, it'll come straight to me and my operation and allow me to do that. When can we expect this shit to drop? Do you have any kind of uh, estimated release date? My estimated release date, I would like to have it out before the end of the year. Okay. But um, I'm also kind of, I don't want to do like um, a lot of these Perfect. That'd be the perfect homage to ICP. They love doing that. So I mean, fuck. Right. We feel it. We get it. Juggalo scene, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of shit ones, but 
I mean, to have someone like as talented as you, like repping for us, I mean, that's that's big, man. That's that's the reason we want to talk to you, you know. Like, Get your shit. I'm going to cop mine probably tonight. So um, that's what's up. No problem, man. All right, we'll wrap it up. We're going to shuffle the fuck up on here, out of here. Slide it right back into the deck. All right, man. We'll catch you later. Peace. Peace.